Hello, and welcome back to Waypoint's What's the Point podcast. I'm Megan, the Director of Children's Ministry here at Waypoint, and I'm joined today by... Pastor Danny. And Pastor Eric. Awesome. Well, I feel like I just have a lot of power today because I'm the one asking the questions. You guys are at my disposal. Wow. Do I do I stick to the script? Do I ask the most controversial questions I can think of? I mean, I guess you could do what you want. Yeah, you could. Do my what you want. well, well you're, I would say that your power is limited though because I can't cut off the recording. <laughs> oh yeah, at any moment. Interesting. Eric's, Eric's the one with the uh, the buttons and the computer in front of him. But yeah, we're excited to have you host, Mac- Megan. Thanks for thanks for doing this. And thanks yeah. For taking the lead. Yeah, I'm too much of a rule follower to veer from the expected. So today we're just going to check in a little and talk about what's going on at Waypoint this month, June of 2021. So guys, let's just hear, what are some hobbies or leisurely activities that you enjoy, maybe a COVID hobby you picked up or came back to over the last year and a half? All right, so I like playing sports, especially, you know, as a child and to into adulthood and then you know with life and things going on it got a little harder but i definitely like just getting out there and playing softball or flag football touch football i used to play tackle football but not anymore uh was part of the waypoint softball team so that was kind of fun we lost every game but we we had a good time but you had heart yeah we played for you guys won that one time you won the one time we did have one win in the two seasons you want to talk about it yeah it was a forfeit the other team didn't show up (laughs) so on the record we won one to nothing uh that's so we so we had one win in two seasons but yeah that was fun so i really enjoy that i enjoyed watching college football uh i enjoy reading i read a lot of theology too and you know but that's not what this one's about this is more leisurely i mean that can be leisurely for me i also like nintendo I think a lot mm. of people don't know that about me is I like to play Mario and Zelda games. Uh, they're a lot of fun. I play them with my kids and I play them by myself and just just a fun way to relax. I played them in like middle school a lot, played video games and then didn't really play them for high school and college. And then when Maggie was a baby, my cousin was going to the Navy and he gave me his old Super Nintendo and had yes. Super Mario World. And while I was up with Maggie, sometimes giving Erica a break, I would have her in the little bassinet and I would be plowing through Mario levels and then it just kind of grew from there and I realized that there was 3D Mario games and 3D Zelda games and yeah so it's it's just fun for me it's a way to connect with with my kids and just a way to relax so those are some of my hobbies not you know the stuff that I do related to my job and also my family likes to travel and just get out and do stuff so I I really enjoy being with Erica and the boys and, and Maggie and we just just either go on hikes or go see sites or uh i'm kind of a history buff so my family gets a little annoyed when i tell them do you know what that building is that's where <laughs> george washington passed by this the, up the whole east coast there's pretty much sites where george washington or other people pass through so i i like just getting out learning history and and just being outside i'm not as i like outdoor hiking but i i kind of prefer just just being outside and I'm okay being in the city as much as I am being in the in the mountains, just as long as I'm out doing stuff with my family. So, those are my main leisurely activities. And uh, if you want to join, if you are good at softball, we we need some uh-huh. we need some high level <laughs> talent. So if you're listening and you're and you you can you can really you know hit it hard or play play the field well, we we could use you. So let so, me know if you want to you want to join the ranks of the waypoint uh, almost 
you know, one one win, uh, one win and two season softball team. But yeah, do that's got, me. Do you guys have a name for the team? Yeah, no, we just called ourselves Waypoint Church, but we probably do need a cool name. I, I, it was purposeful. Yeah, the like first, the Warriors. No, the first point, season we didn't know, even have right. jerseys. I just bought white these white T-shirts <laughs> and I ironed on numbers on the back because mm. I didn't want it. If we had jerseys and we were that bad, I was I'd feel really bad. Now, part of why we're that bad is we before COVID we signed up for the lowest league, like the kind of entry level league, knowing that a lot of our guys were coming back, hadn't played played in a while, but. During COVID, there wasn't enough teams, so they just put everybody together. So we were in the league with like the best players. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we don't have a name, and I don't think we're worthy of a name yet. <laughs> but when we have our like third win, I think we'll we'll come up with a name. Yeah, the, the so the Waypoint softball team reminds me of the the comic strip, the Peanuts. If you guys ever yeah read Charlie Brown, I think Danny, you're probably the Charlie Brown of the team, and. Yep. Uh, if you know anything about, I mean, I, I say that as one who really likes the Peanuts. I mean, I think it's a great comic strip. I think it's pretty funny. It's pretty witty. Um, the soft, the, the they have a, like the kids baseball team is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so maybe maybe there's a name there that you guys can, can unpack. The Waypoint the, Peanuts? Yeah. <laughs> so that's how all the other teams will be really scared to play the Waypoint Peanuts. You'll blow them out of the water. Little, yeah. Um, I mean, peanuts are a part of baseball, you know, like that's, yeah. you know, you can buy peanuts. Maybe there's, peanuts. I don't know, maybe there's a connection there. Coke and peanuts. Um, but yeah, for, for, for me, um, I think, so, so I really enjoy sports. I, I get pretty immersed in the sports world. That's like an easy outlet for, um, for me, it feels kind of mindless. I mean, there's, there's definitely, it's not like there's, there's thought that goes into it. I mean, I, I like following different players and, and different um, something I'm really excited about. So, uh, since quarantine, within the last few months, I've started training with uh, with another staff member's son doing soccer, and it's been it's. So I, I really I, I love playing soccer. I haven't really played it in a while, but like getting back into it and kind of getting back immersed into. Um, there's the the Euros coming up this year. They got canceled last year, so the Euros is just like this big tournament where the the best nations from europe qualify and play against each other in this big tournament so it's um it's kind of like it's similar to the world cup but not as big but it's still because most of the best teams are in europe it's really exciting because all the like most of the best players in the world are playing um the usa just had a huge win against mexico that was exciting went to overtime and pks and all this stuff so um following that kind of thing just getting out and hanging out with with friends. Um, I mean, I haven't gotten to do that as much during COVID, but I think uh, COVID's forced us to think of creative ways to get the family outside and just doing things outside, which has been um, has been fun. Uh, and then I've been trying to work on my tennis game, which is hard to do by yourself. Uh, I've been watching some YouTube videos, trying to work on my serve. So like, try to try to apply some of those things, but. Um, I also broke my toe like a month ago because of something that Danny got me. Yeah, because we don't have to do that. But so that's that's kind of limited my my tennis playing recently. Somebody bought something on Craigslist and said that they could pick it up when they got here, and it was like an old man, and he Mm. they could he could they couldn't pick it up. So Eric, I said, Eric, can you help? And unfortunately, he broke his toe in the process. Sorry about that, Eric. Yeah. So we so. I feel like I can. I'm. I'm, I'm going to start trying to get back into tennis again. But those, so those are some things. 
but yeah, how about how about for you, Megan? What are you saying? Oh, I'll I'll add one to just because we're we're doing. That. I I also enjoy listening to podcasts. So like, mm-hmm. time in the car, driving somewhere, just like in the shower, like yeah. listening to podcasts. I like listening to podcasts too. And while we're gonna go to Megan, one time Megan sent out an email or to the church staff, and she said, "Hey, does anybody have any podcasts? That they like, I'm looking for something light." <laughs> and I sent her a list, and she's like, "Danny, those are all like serious theology podcasts. None, of, none said, of those are what I would consider he said light." The Bible Project podcast, excellent podcast, but is it light, fun, and easy listening? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> all right. Um, so if the camera roll on my phone is any indication of what I'm enjoying right now, it's my garden. I love my garden. Um, Gina and I built a COVID garden last year, right at the beginning of um, all of this. So our garden is in our second season, in its second season, and it just gives me a lot of joy. So right now I've got lots of pictures of flowers and little baby cucumbers and tomatoes filling up my camera roll so where can we follow you on instagram to see (laughs) pictures of your covid garden i am trying to restrict myself from constantly just posting pictures of my covid garden but there are definitely some awesome (laughs) but i also super love podcasts and i can't believe this is our 41st episode of the what's the point podcast which began 14 months ago so how did this podcast even get started in the first place and what have you enjoyed about it yeah, so the podcast, I think Lawrence or Eric, we had mentioned at different points, maybe we should have a podcast. That would be cool. And, you know, we just we just never thought about getting around to it. We were really excited that the blog had finally, at that point, had taken off. This is 20, you know, early 2020, and we feel like the blog was a place where Waypoint people could share and uh, we could learn more about what's going on in individuals and in, in other parts of ministry of the church. But then when COVID hit, we had to come up with we we knew we were that what was it friday the 13th march march 13th yeah so yeah. so the 15th we did the friday night live as like our last <laughs> yeah we it's like youth fundraiser this last event yeah and then and, and we announced that it was like yeah we're canceling service yeah we we decided we were going to cancel service we, and thought, we thought it was just gonna be a couple of weeks yeah like three weeks and we were like well what are we going to do for the sermon so we had this roundtable discussion i think with Myself, Eric, Lawrence, and Erica was in on it. And we did two in a row. Uh, they, they happen to be at rectangular tables, but that's yeah. Not so the we point, were at right? we were at these rectangular. <laughs> that's, that's not the point. We had we had right these. So it was similar to like a podcast almost. It wasn't quite a sermon. It was just us talking about where we were in the Pentateuch at the time. And then we thought, oh wow, this is kind of like a podcast, and it was a good way. And then we were deep in the Pentateuch at that point, and 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 we were also deep in the Bible reading plan and the women had just done a, a a lot of a group of waypoint women had done a Genesis the early part of Genesis study and then the second half of Genesis study and they were starting to have a lot of questions and the general consensus was Jacob was not a good guy mm-hmm. and why why was Jacob the most popular boy's name in America for so long when he just you know and so there was just a lot of questions and we felt like the sermons couldn't deal with everything that we were reading in the Bible reading plan and that even the, the passages we were covering in the Pentateuch. So we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if we had a podcast where we could supplement the sermons and then even bring in some different uh, staff members, bring in some people from the congregation to share their experiences as we're all processing um, the, the Bible reading plan and, and what we're reading. The first episode was a discussion of the instructions in Exodus, and it really was a supplement to the sermon. The second episode, the second one was Leviticus, and where Bible reading plan 
where the Bible reading plan dreams come to die. Like when you, you get to Leviticus and you're like, okay, my Bible reading plan is over. I'm going back to the New Testament. But then the third episode was about unity in the body, even when we disagree. And that, that's when I think Lawrence and Eric were kind of like, part of this podcast really could be a space where people can share and, and learn and grow. And that, that topic was because as COVID was unfolding, we were beginning to have some disagreements on what's the best step forward. What should we do? How do, how do we honor God, honor, love our neighbor, honor the local government and the national and state and national governments? And it, it became, the podcast became a little more of like, what's going on at Waypoint? What is God teaching us? What's going on in the life of ministry? Yeah, so that's that's kind of how it was started. Eric might pipe in. Oh, and also, I Lawrence and I just tasked Eric. We're like, learn what GarageBand is. It's free on your computer anyway. You already have it. And here's some microphones and figure out how to record us so we sound better because what was it about the first five episodes we just put lawrence's iphone in the middle of the table yeah yeah we were recording on an iphone and just and i i remember uh very early on this was even uh, we were still in this these discussions about do do we really want to do do i i remember asking lawrence in in the office one day like do you think that we could pull this off like is this even a good idea and so you know how like pastor lawrence is like the, the wheels start turning in his head. He's, you know, he's got an idea. So he, he pulls out his phone and starts recording, just puts it on the, on the desk and asks questions about why, why do you think COVID happened? And, and just all these, and, and we're just answering back and forth, giving, giving honest thoughts about it. And he stops it after like five, seven minutes of recording. He, he listens to it and it's like, yeah, this, <laughs> this sounds good. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, so he, he was convinced by that. I was still a little skeptical. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, starting it, we were just recording on an iPhone. And we put it in the middle of the table. And we were trying to, we're like, we got to position it closer to me. And because you and you and Danny, you and Lawrence are louder. really loud, yeah. So pick up better. And then, yeah, we're like, we need to invest in equipment for this. I was trying to look up, I was researching on YouTube, trying to figure out how to even just simplest thing, how to like splice and, and edit and uh, how to even put multiple mics together at one time. It's definitely been a, an interesting process, but um, yeah, one that's that's been, yeah, I mean, really incredible, really enjoyable. Um, I think that I think those roundtable discussions is really where it started to turn. Where we thought, okay, this could really be something useful and, and effective, and, and a, a helpful resource in the discipleship of our church. And I think, as, as you're describing, like how how it's evolved over time, is yep. is where it's at now. And we did it every week for almost a year, and then we yeah during shift, COVID yeah. And then, then we shifted to like every other week, and we shifted to every other week, and. At episode 41, kind of 40 is a big number in the Bible, completeness, but this is episode 41. We're going to take a little break for the summer, and then we'll come back with a vengeance in August and and really... uh, With a vengeance. Sorry. I don't know. That's just something that people in the 80s said. I don't even know what it means, really. It was just kind of like what you said, how you'd come back. So, no, we're just going to come back with some better topics and new things to talk about. So, yeah, thanks for asking, Megan. So, that's... Kind of the history of the podcast and the name is came from yeah me just as we were doing i was kind of i was in charge of the bible reading plan and i felt like a lot of people would come to me with all these questions kind of like what's the point why is this here so i think that's kind of where the name came from and then it 
it sounds cool because it lines up with our with our name of Waypoint. Yeah, it's a little yeah. history of the podcast. And we were also trying to figure out music for it. And I remember Lawrence threw out like, let's have the, like classical music playing at the beginning as like the intro. I'm like, that would be so boring. Like no one would, I, I wouldn't want to listen to it. And then so we, we settled on a, a Christian ska band from the early, <laughs> two, late 90s, early 2000s. This is way better than classical. And this song, a great song called Every New Day. It's actually one of my favorite songs of all time. So you should check it out. Every New Day by Five Iron Frenzy. But that was our original introduction to the podcast. A little, uh, very, very upbeat. Then we realized with some copyright laws and stuff, we'd have to get permission. So then Nathan Walker. Yeah, I think this episode just got flagged. Yeah, we're probably going to get, <laughs> I'm going to jail. But uh, I know that was a sample. You can have a sample if it's less than, okay. I think. Less we're like, I'm like seconds. a rapper, yeah. So so now I'm officially, <laughs> I'm officially a sampler. <laughs> but yes, and then Nathan Walker actually created some of his own music, I think, with his sister. So that is our new introduction. So there you go. The history of the Waypoint What's the Point podcast at 14 months old. So you guys kind of touched on mm, a little bit of the learning curve. Have there been any other difficult things about having a podcast? I mean, the technical stuff for Eric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely technical. St- I mean, even even still, like, I'll get phone calls if I'm not on the if I'm not on that episode of making sure that it's set up correctly or just um, you know it, t- it took some time figuring out like. I mean, there's even, even in watching videos, it's, you know, setting up the mics for it and the person's who's describe explaining it. It's like, there's this feature that says like drift and, uh, some of the microphones are checked. Some of them aren't, I don't really know why. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that doesn't seem like a very trustworthy person. I don't know <laughs> if they know what they're talking about. Then I'd listen to somebody else because like, if you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what you're talking about. And that person would say the same thing. And I listen to another one. That person would say the same thing. It's like. So then I started saying it to Dan. It's like, yeah, some of them say drift on it. I don't know why. Just click it. Yeah, I'd be like, so if you, I'm sure there's people in our church who are like, it's for this reason, and you know, that's dumb. But I hadn't. I don't. I still don't know so why. So he clicked all the buttons that the guy on YouTube told him to click, and yeah. it seems to work. And it, Every it once in a while, the computer crashes or stops on us, and we have to like. Yeah, we had a few back. times where it just like cut off mid episode, or uh, there's there's some stressful moments of of editing where I accidentally. Uh, like deleted the whole thing or, or there are times where um, where it like I'd finished doing it like I'd finished editing it and then I'd come back uh, like a couple of hours later like maybe I'd turn off my computer I'd come back or just like put on sleep and I'd play through it again just to make sure before sending it out to, to be put on all the different outlets and the sound just it wasn't working and I was like like it's all there. Like I can see the files right there, but the sound does not work, and I have no idea why, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, I'm like, do I? So, but it it, it was usually uh, just did you turn it off and turn it back on kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, that works. Uh, it seems to work on everything. But there there are plenty of times where we put in this. We'd like talk for X amount of time, 40, 50 minutes, and then come back to it later, and it's like, oh. Uh, shoot like it's not it's not there it's not working um, or just I mean any time uh, like coming into the podcast like doing a different episode there's there's always that first bit of anxiety about doing it where you're like yeah especially yeah. especially like new people kind of experience it I feel yeah, like we've done it enough times super nervous when they walk in the room yeah. yeah you know it's it's a 
not everybody has the skill of talking into a microphone like in a room where you're 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 literally you're intentionally having a conversation for other people to listen to it's not you're not it's it's not very natural it's not a natural thing to do um so i think there's there's elements of that like a lot of the the topics that we cover are um this is more so just from a personal standpoint like there's a, a lot of topics we cover that are can be pretty heady or or really complicated it's not it's not as uh straightforward as just we did an episode about how we became pastors. Like that's, that's really easy to talk about. Cause we, we lived through that. Those are our experiences. Um, <laughs> I just took a <laughs> selfie of us doing this so that we could have this memory. Um, but then, you know, like you get into some of these things, some of these conversations where Lawrence and mostly Danny prefer to do it off the cuff. They just, you know, on the spot, <laughs> Like no prep work at we all. We changed the topic that morning. Yeah, sometimes we change the topic that morning, and I'm like really stressed out about it because I'm like I haven't I haven't really thought about this stuff at all. You you want me to have a conversation that's going to be in like in some ways helpful or instructive to other people? That sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> but um, so th- those have been some of the challenges that I've I've experienced from like in terms of just putting it putting it together from the practical standpoint to also the like actual content and conversation part. You know, the, the, uh, the, the topic, the, the episode we did on politics was a morning of decision and everybody was like, I think we shouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we just, we said, we'll just try it. And if we don't like it, we won't, we won't put put it out there. But I think I thought it was a really helpful Mm -hmm. conversation to have. Sometimes we, our podcasts really are our staff meeting conversation the day before that's happened about five or six times actually megan's been the initiator of many of those she has a devotional that really makes us think at staff meeting and then i was like okay that'll be our podcast tomorrow and uh or sometimes t- that day right I'm yeah just that like, day. let's let's have this conversation again in like 30 minutes yeah and then other times it's just dial i think the politics one was a good podcast because the three of us had been hashing it out for three years just so it really was just kind of a continuation of a conversation that we have been praying through as pastors and talking to the staff and ministry leaders and the elders as how, how are we to navigate that? And that leads into my question. You know, my answer is what's been difficult I, other than the technical stuff. I had this conversation with Christian scientists podcast with Kelly Seaton, Sarah Adams and Matt Markovitz. And we recorded it over Zencaster, this service. And all you need is a decent internet connection. And we recorded it four times. The fourth time it finally worked. Because each time there was there was four people total. And the first three times, one of our internet just was out that day. And just, it was terrible. And we, we didn't get a good recording. So it's like three people sound great. And one person's like, you know. And like, even, I don't even think Kelly ended up being on the final yeah, one. Yeah, and Kelly didn't even got, get to be on. I was, I'm not very good. I was going to try to splice her in, but I'm not good enough to do that and so that we could have heard some of her insight she had amazing insight on you know on just on being a christian and in in the science world so yeah so the technical side has been tough we've learned a lot i didn't take a seminary class on how to podcast or how to edit mm-hmm. uh it's now it probably will be part of seminary because a lot of you know just you have to do this stuff but it, it's good but I, I think the other difficult thing for me was the topics because we wanted to represent Christ well, and we wanted to, but also represent the body of, of believers that God has brought together. We wanted to be careful 
in what we said so that we are really honoring God and really presenting the way that it's presented to us through his word and through his church, knowing that there's disagreements. So I think some of the things we talked about, they're, they're second or third tier issues, meaning that inside the church, there can be tension. And you can go back and even and listen to episode, what is it? 37, 37 is, is the yes. tension issue. And mm-hmm. so it was, it was good. But also it's hard because you want to make sure that we represent the church well. But most importantly, we're honoring God and what we say. And in a sermon, you kind of prep that in advance. Mm-hmm. In a podcast, you're just saying it off the cuff. So I, And I, I think with COVID, there was just a lot of disagreements that aren't biblical. They're just, oh, I think we should do this or I think we should do that. And they're just opinions. They're personality differences. Mm-hmm. They're, and the, people mix their, you know, some biblical things in there. Like, I think... The biblical thing to do is to not do this, or the biblical thing to do is do this as a church. So we were just were hearing a lot of different opinions on COVID, and some of the podcasts were us just trying to answer some of the questions and always point people back to what is true in Scripture and what is true about what it means to be the body of Christ. So, but and, I, I, think and I think what that, you're that saying too, yeah, like like part of, part of it too is that um, you know we're the what we say in the podcast is it's it's meant to be in some ways like you're saying like you're saying just about the history of the podcast too we want it to help be in addition to or like help cover other biblical topics or other things as, as we're navigating as we're wrestling through th- things in the bible reading plan that we, the, the sermon just couldn't cover or we, we just didn't have the space for but i think in, in some ways too it's it's also a way for us to like we're, we're still working through some of these things ourselves like this isn't the final word or even necessarily intended to be the, the final teaching that we have it's but i think i think what we've tried to do and in, in some ways i think we have accomplished in having the podcast is that it's a way for us to to work through our faith and do theology and and talk through hard things together in community in, in community and, and that's and why I think we that's, try to bring in different guests people from our congregation even a few christians from the community because I think I think that's what it looks like issues, is we're we're yeah. talking through it we're we're working through it ourselves while at the same time we don't I mean it you put what you put out there is put out there and so that there's some hesitation in that yeah but um, and I think COVID's made that really hard because there were so yeah. many disagreements over what's the right thing to do so at you every be faithful, phase of you want to be careful you want to be wise yeah and not that we're fear I didn't have a fear of man I just thought. I'd have someone come talk to me and or Lawrence and or Eric and give a really good valid reason why we should do this. Yeah. And then 20 minutes later, I get an email from someone saying a really good sound reason why we should do this. And their thing is the exact opposite of what the other person told us to do. And, you know, so I, I think the podcast probably reflects some of that tension that we felt. And we just wanted to be honest with the congregation along the way and try to bring up topics that are relevant to either what we're learning in the, in the scriptures or what's going on in the life and ministry of our church. So, And just as a plug for this for this next season, as we, we take a break from, for the summer, but we come back for the fall season, we, we want to hear ideas from other people of what, of what we can be talking about. We, I mean, we want to bring other people on the podcast. And so if you have interest in being on it, or if you have a topic that you think would be beneficial for our church to be discussing, share it with us, send it to us. So. And if you ever just have questions, you know, on the Bible reading plan or just on what we're learning or whatever, send us questions and we'll, uh, 
yeah we, we, can, we, we can work through it together yeah, yeah we'll work through, through it together. together and on the podcast you're hearing multiple voices speaking into it not just if you just call lawrence or call me or eric you know or talk to erica or megan or something you're like on the podcast we're trying to work through it in community which we feel like is the biblical thing to do so yeah so it's been hard but god is good and but i i think it covid birthed the podcast but then covid also made it hard well, I'm really grateful for the podcast. I mentioned I love podcasts, but I legitimately think this is a good podcast, you know? So I'm Thank grateful. Thank you, Megan. And you're yeah. like a podcast aficionado. I'm a podcast so. queen. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, COVID life, it's been weird. For a lot of people, it's been really hard. Though I have heard it from a handful of people that they actually kind of like it. But I think regardless, we've learned things from over a year of something as unprecedented as a global pandemic. What are one or two things God has taught you during this COVID year? Whew, yeah, I mean, the big thing God has kind of showed me is that he's in control and that, I mean, the America's economy was jamming, Waypoint was growing, just things were happening. We were, you know, and then all of a sudden, I mean, if you, I would have, if I would have said to you, you know, January of 2020, hey, there's going to be this global pandemic, which Durham schools will be closed. And, you know, that's where my kids go. So I'm just using that as an example. will be closed for like 14 months. And that my son would spend his ninth grade year on a Chromebook. I would have been like, you're crazy. Like, that's impossible. Like, there's, there's no way this could happen. But I think, so initially we all had to come to terms with that God, would, God was in control, that he that we have to just trust him, that even our best efforts, the best we could do, we couldn't even stop a global pandemic from keeping us from living our normal lives. Like like one little thing could just set the whole world upside down. And so, so that's where I started the pandemic. But I think as it got easier and I kind of lived my life and the economy didn't go fully sour, I mean, we kind of, we pulled out of it a little bit and uh, Waypoint and other areas of my life got back to normal, I think, what I'm learning is I shouldn't forget the lessons that I learned from this, that I, the, the hardship and the pain that I felt and the anger that I felt and the frustration I felt, I I need to ask God, God, show me how I can use that to trust you more and how you see your faithfulness. Cause there were times when we would have meetings about what we should do and disagreements. And I was just like, God, you know, how I, I can't, like, what are we supposed to do? What's up? What's down? I, it was just hard for me to trust. And I saw God's faithfulness through that. So what I'm trying to walk away from this, from this pandemic is just one, just knowing that God's in control and that the best we can muster up when we think we're in control, one little, you know, one sickness can just shut everything down. And it just shows that we're frail. We, we need God. We need his grace. We need him sustaining us. And then, too, I just think that I, when something like this happens, I need to remember and just thank God for his faithfulness, but also just ask God, what, what can I learn from this, and how can I trust you more even when something like this happens? So that's, that's kind of where I, what I feel like God taught me through it, and I'm still, still processing it, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's really good. I mean, just, just this idea of remembering, too. I think especially when times are hard, you want to just— at least I, I want to just like 
chug through it, move past it, never think about it again because it was, it was so rough. And um, I think it was even interesting, like in the midst of in the midst of this past year, even looking back, you know, and hear people say that this hasn't happened in a hundred years. And so I'd look back, started looking back at the, the Spanish flu back in 1918 and just thinking through some of that stuff. And it's like, wow, their, their reaction was kind of that, like nobody, nobody wanted to talk about it. They just want to move past it. Mm -hmm. Uh, they didn't even want to deal with, with some of the failures that, that came from it. They just were so devastated by it. And, um, yeah, that, so they just they just ran into the twenties, and you have you know makes sense. You have the roaring twenties, it kind of came to life yeah. a little bit more. But uh, like I, I get it, and I think like from from a like a Christian standpoint too, uh, it made it made some of the struggles that you see of, from the people in the Bible more real to me. I think that just the humanness. Um, it's easy to it's easy to look at the Israelites and and you know, take jabs at them and think how stupid they are or like, I would have at, done things differently if I was there. I would have done. Th- yeah. Like I would have done things differently. And I, I look at, you know, some of the, the trials that we've been walking through over this past year and change. And, and I think, no, I'm, I have a lot of the same tendencies. Like I'm just as prone, um, to respond, to react in, in similar ways. And even not just me, but even like collectively, I think as, mm-hmm. as people, we, are prone to to do that. We're prone to, and, and I don't think that asking questions or having doubts or, or really struggling with with different things um, is wrong to do. I, th- I think that a lot of people are, are asking some really honest and uh, good questions that that need to be hashed out. And and so uh, I think you know coming back again to just this this value of of community and like working through like God gives us one another. And it's a blessing. It's a gift. It's a joy to um, to be in community, to wrestle with things together. But at the same time, there there there's tension, and you know there there are things that other people are learning that I'm like that that is helpful to to hear different perspectives on. Um, while at the same time, knowing and, and this is true to who we are as Waypoint, we're we're at different points in our faith journey, and we're we're learning to walk together as one unified body and and there are a lot of difficulties in that there's Even tension when there's and disagreements or whether they're personality disagreements or philosophy of ministry disagreements disagreements we still need to learn to like yeah and so like i think i think coming again and again to that reality of like wow it really is it's a good thing to like like being unified and wrestling through things together doesn't mean that we always agree it doesn't unity doesn't mean uniformity on these things it's it's that we're still like the, the things that are essential that, that should root us and that, that that should locate us together as as in our oneness um but that should also give us the grounds to be able to, to navigate and talk through real things and hard things rather than thinking that oh we're we're just one honest conversation away from really messing up what we have i think yeah. I think God holds us, and so I think I think seeing the strength of that, seeing the strength of the the unity that we have in Christ, is is really powerful, and and that God is is with us in our wandering. I think this, I think it's been really helpful to. I, I'm really glad that we were walking through the Pentateuch at the time we were walking through mm-hmm. it, because it was just. I think it was a, a God ordained thing that it was just so timely, and I think there have been other things that we've we've walked through. I think going through James was a really um, beneficial 
thing for our church to walk through at the time that we were walking through it uh, over this past year. But just just seeing the the Israelites go through this this wandering and seeing like the the way that God delivered them through the Exodus and and how quickly they they turned to and and just going through the wilderness and mm-hmm. and seeing ourselves in, in some ways like I, I saw us in in that kind of place in a sense um, where it's just yeah it's really relatable but like knowing that we could bring these things before the Lord and that He's with us in these things that He's the one who's actually leading us and that even though our circumstances look bleak or they, they don't look anything like what we would see as like promised land the one who's leading us we, we can we can place our trust in him we can we can um, and there's there's confidence in that there's confidence in the midst of uncertainty which is a strange thing it's a yeah. paradox but I, I, so I, I felt that a lot I learned some of that how about, um, I'm still how kind of processing that but yeah how about you Megan I know you ran a children's ministry from afar yeah yeah i think uh danny you mentioned control and eric it was in what you said as well um and that is what god revealed (laughs) sin issues of control in my life um i've always known that i like to have control but i just learned a little more the depth of it over this year um we were just constantly pivoting as we were planning trying to have ways for our Waypoint family to engage as a community with each other, but in a safe way. And we're still recovering from that. It's not like COVID is done, but last year's VBS was a big one where we majorly changed the plan like four or five times. And I like to think I'm a pretty adaptable person, but there was just a point where I hit this wall of what I called flexibility fatigue. I was just tired of having to hold my plans really loosely. Um, And I think part of that fatigue was because I tried so hard to grasp for some semblance of control in whatever way I could. And that just takes my eyes off of Jesus. So um, I think wanting control is something I'll ever be working through, but God remains present and patient for us to turn back to him. And he gives us peace and rest in situations where it seems silly to have peace and rest. Kind of like what you were talking about, Eric, just like God gives us rest um, in the wilderness. So I'm really grateful for that. So in conclusion, let's take time to reflect and remember, even though this was hard, God saw us through it and, and look at the own sin in your life and the ways when you, all of us, myself, you know, like we were angry at God, we were angry at others. We were lashing out at our own brothers and sisters because there are differences of opinion. And let's, let's learn from this and say, God, we're going to trust you when times are hard and times are out of control or when times are good. So yeah, thanks for sharing that guys. Good question. Megan. So we have made it to June. Summer is here. Woo. Yay. What was Fresh Prince say? Summer, summer, summer time. <laughs> Go on, <Sorry>. Danny. <laughs> is that what the Fresh Prince says? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, the kids are going to be embarrassed if they listen to this. <laughs> yes. What's going on at Waypoint right now this summer? So, uh, on my front, I feel like, you know, Lawrence is on sabbatical, which is exciting because he's getting some time to rest and to be with his family and just pray about the the future vision of, of Waypoint Church, but uh, we have a men's and women's event. Men's event, the women's event will actually happen the night we listen to this. So if you're listening and you're a woman and you want to go, just get on Realm and find out exactly where that is and, 
Eric can share a little more about the men's event. But what, where we're headed now is we're back to having worship in the sanctuary. Uh, and we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy. And, and we want to challenge all of you to, to participate and join us in that and, and make worshiping with us a priority. I know for some of you, you're still... Uh, have some concerns over COVID and you're, you're worshiping with us on the live stream and we'll, we'll continue to do that for the for the foreseeable future and but we, we want to create a summer of worship and we want people to really get back into it and we also want to create a summer of, of community and we want to challenge you guys to begin to invite people to your homes uh, if you you know have the the gatherings outside inside uh there are some channels where the Waypoint Men's uh, Realm Group, the Waypoint Women's Realm Group, like inviting people to just things that are going on. The small groups are starting to get back in the swing, but then summer hits, so that's when people are gone. So yeah, I think at Waypoint this summer, we're just trying to challenge ourselves to just continue to fellowship and, and just ask God, what does it mean for you to get back into a normal rhythm of gathering and, and caring for each other and loving each other. We did start a, uh, a good neighbor team and Trace and Liz Clevenger have kind of uh, welcomed them and many of you have joined the team and our joy will also be a part of that and a Syrian family that we got to welcome. It was a husband, a wife, the mother, and the mother of the husband who's about 75 and then three kids i think a six seven and eight year old wow that's so awesome so we were able to welcome them they were very grateful they have to quarantine for 14 days and then we'll be able to just just kind of care for them and, and mm. love them and what's really cool is the martinez family uh rick and rosa martinez their their parents were here for daisy's uh for senior sunday and they heard about it and they were refugees themselves so they mm. were the first ones to sign up to bring groceries to to them wow. oh, they were awesome. so excited they were like really we know cool. what it's like to mm -hmm. come to a new mm -hmm. country and, and have nothing so and they're in their 70s and they were the first ones to sign up and, and bring wow. groceries chill bumps. Wow. Yeah, that's cool bring groceries to them and, and just really thankful for waypoint so yeah so those there's a lot of good stuff going on and we're really excited about that how about on the men's front eric just our small group front yeah i mean so so for the men uh we're doing a similar uh get together the women are meeting this this Thursday, which is exciting. Or today, if you're, I guess you're, it's coming out today. So it's today, today. If uh, you missed it and you're listening to it on Friday Beyond, sign up for the next women's event, which will be next month. Yeah, um, but the men are doing something the following week. Uh, so what is that? June 17th, Thursday, June 17th. We're we're just going to be hanging out in uh, at the Good Nights backyard and just going to have some party food snacks uh drinks some um maybe some like yard games it's just i mean i might recruit you for the waypoint softball team yeah we're gonna <laughs> see your skill we're I'm gonna, gonna see you to rate your skill on in, in, for the in hitting and pitching for the peanuts for the yeah. waypoint peanuts <laughs> yeah we're gonna have some some cornhole boards set out and we'll see how your under your underhanded tosses yeah um but yeah i mean just really just the, the purpose is to get guys to to hang out and to, to connect and um, hopefully it's a space for people who are newer to Waypoint who are just trying to learn more about our community. I think that's something that's that's really been um, that's been a challenge but also an important thing um, during COVID is it's it's really hard. I mean we have there are people who are moving to our to our area to and, and coming into our community who have no idea what 
the gathering, the, 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 the church body of Waypoint is like. They've just seen it online or they've heard about us. Um, and so they're, they're like trying to interact, but then, you know, we're doing these things where we're having classes or, or just trying to get people engaged to join the church. And some people are waiting because they want to, they want to know what the actual church body is like. And I think that's wise of them to do that. And so, so these spaces, there, I mean, there's even been people who have joined Waypoint since the pandemic started. Who are, never went in the building. Who've never been in the building. And they're, I remember talking to one of them one time. We were like, just tell me, so tell me what Waypoint was like before COVID. And I like <laughs> explained what our church was like. And she's like, wow, I really hope it's like that again. And we're going to make it like that. So and this so, summer so, is, so doing yeah. the, So doing these kinds of things is, is you know, let, let's show people, let, let's remind ourselves. You know, as Dan, you're talking about remembering the past, but I think even remembering what, what our community was like and, and just kind of connecting in those ways. So I'd love for people. I know that some people are going to be surprised. They're like, last time I talked to you, you, you were just, you, you didn't have a baby. Now you have a baby and, yeah. you know, stuff and like that. And your baby's like huge. Your, ba- your baby's like a year old. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, just, so, uh, we're also doing a, a men's video Bible series, uh, like that I'm really excited about. So there's no, no prep for it. This is going to be starting in July and we'll, it's just a five week thing. It's going to be on Saturday mornings and it's just, it's, it's on spiritual disciplines, but I think these are, these are things that are foundational for any Christian, but I think it's more so just, just practical ways to, and, and ways for us to hold each other accountable and really pursue being being godly men who are, after, are pursuing holiness and, and wanting to be more like Jesus. And I think that that will be a, a huge benefit to our, our church family, to, to for us, for, for the men to be on that pursuit together. Even if you think, oh, I've already, I, I've already arrived. I've already figured out this stuff. I, I'll just encourage you to check it out and, I think and encourage. I that that's not true anymore. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> so. But I'll just en- encourage you to check it out and and if you feel like you're in that camp, to encourage other men to set the example for us to learn from you. Yeah. Um, awesome. and, and in terms of the youth group, youth group's gone on mission trip this summer that we're excited about, uh, going ziplining in a week or so. Yes, so just just trying lining. to do some 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 pretty fun stuff. We want to go to Carowinds, but but also just just getting getting them to connect and to do some of these, these things too. That would be fun and. Just after such a hard year, I think uh, the the youth Sunday, senior Sunday was was a huge blessing to me, and just really encouraged by that. But just so uh, hoping that they can, after yeah, just really chugging along this past year, that they can get out and do some more fun things. Yeah, and just as a reminder, as we're talking about this summer, if you guys feel disconnected, email one of us. We'll meet with us. We'll talk to you through it because I know as coming out of COVID, like like it'd be easy to feel disconnected from what's going on so so don't don't be afraid just just email one of us email erica or megan or eric or myself and just yeah we want to help you feel connected to what's going on at at waypoint and and maybe just getting those messages on realm isn't enough you you need a little boost you need someone to encourage you and 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 help you see that there's there's ways to to be connected and if your small group i know the small groups are trying to meet consistently but sometimes they're a little sporadic because you have to cancel because people going out of town so yeah don't go at this alone we want to connect by hopefully by august september we're back in full swing with with you know lots of opportunities to connect and fellowship and and to grow and to learn and bible studies and these other opportunities but 
in between then, we don't want you to feel disconnected. So if you're feeling disconnected, please let us know. And we, we want to pray for you and, and walk you through it and, and help you uh, re reconnect as we're coming out of COVID. And then we have, yeah, so that's basically it for the summer. I mean, for June, except for Eric and I have a big meeting coming up next week. So Yeah, a lot of people probably don't know about this. Will you guys, will you share a little more about where you, what you're going yeah to. so we are we are part of the summit collaborative because summit church the summit collaborative the church planning network of summit church planted us seven years ago and and also being part of journey church when we merge puts us in the yates baptist association which also puts us in the north carolina baptist association which puts us in what we call the great commission baptist because that's the name that we're allowed that the we're allowed to use but it puts us in the southern baptist convention and the southern baptist convention is actually having a big convention they have it once mm -hmm. a year annual meeting an annual meeting and this meeting is on the news and many of you it originally was just in like the baptist press and smaller outlets but because of some controversy and some disagreements and some resignations it's on the national news so we want you to know that we are fully aware. Eric and I have actually spent the last two years, you know, really paying close attention to this with Lawrence and with the elders and with our staff. We're going to this meeting and we are asking God for wisdom on where really is our denomination. And just so you know where we are, our, our leaders in the Summit Collaborative, including uh, Pastor J.D. Greer and, and the leaders of the Collaborative have asked us to be patient and to let the meeting unfold and, and to trust their leadership as they think that some of these loud voices are a small minority and that reform and change is coming very soon. So we're going to trust them in that. But also at the same time, we're, we are also a local church and we will always ask God what's best for us as a local body to be the local church that disciples, that loves, that cares for, that does outreach. So we're going to this meeting with open hands and and asking God to speak to us and, and to learn and to trust the Summit Collaborative as we all go to this meeting together. And yeah, so if you, as you hear stuff on the news, if you want to talk to us more individually, we'd probably say wait till after the meeting. And we, we want to share more about what we learn by being there and hearing from others. And uh, which that meeting is, yeah. is next week. I mean, it's we're going week, yeah. we're going to be gone from Monday through Wednesday. That's the 14th through 16th. Right, 14th yes. through 16th. So please please pray for us. Pray pray for the leadership. Satan would love to destroy and and make this make people miserable. But we're praying that God's will will happen and that. We're, revival will happen in people's hearts and, and renewal and reform and reconciliation and all the things that are really part of what should happen when God's people gather together after, you know, there, there's been a lot of problems and sin that's crept into various facets of, of, the, of the church and local churches, and we just want to trust God with it. So our posture is we're taking it one step at a time. This is the group that founded us and formed us and brought us in the Summit Collaborative. So we're trusting their leadership, but we're also going into it saying, okay, God, we, we want to hear from you and we, we want to listen. And then we'll, you know, trust you with each step in, in, in the way. So that's kind of my thoughts going in. Eric, do you have any additional thoughts on it? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just reiterate what you're saying. I, I we, you know, as we're as we're going um, next week as as representatives for for our local church, I'll just ask for prayer for yeah. uh, for that meeting. And um, if you know if you know what's going on, um, and you want to talk to us about it, we'd we'd love to to talk with you more about it. If um, if you're not as up to date on all of the things, that that's that's okay. I, I think. You know, th- there's a lot of weightiness to it that, uh, and a lot of things that we're processing with it. But um, yeah, and it may not be the season of life for you to have to deal with that. Yeah, and that, you know, so God, I don't, I don't think you have to God it. doesn't. God puts different people in church, in local church leadership, to 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 deal with and process some of that. So we we don't feel like all of you have to feel the weight of that, but we are part of it. So we're feeling the weight of that for you, and we're partnering with you. And we're just going to see what God does. And we're, we're praying for revival. We're praying that there will be weeping and, and people and confession. And people will say that there's a lot of holes and in, 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 in parts of the church that are just not right. And, and that God would convict and, and confession and revival would, would be a part of this, this time. So I think God is bringing things to light. I think that there's maybe this is a season of revealing that yeah. um, can be painful, but ultimately it's, it's good. And I think I, 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 I'm trusting the Lord. I'm trying to trust him more that he's He's at work here and he's doing things that, um, and we just want to go into it listening and, yeah. and ready to receive what, what he might do. And there's one other big thing happening in the month of June at Waypoint. And it's our vacation Bible school. Woo-hoo! And we are so excited. And we have our children's director here on the podcast. So, Megan, tell us a little bit about Vacation Bible School 2021 and what you're praying for and how we can, what are your needs? What are, and then how can we be praying for you as it's in two weeks, correct? Yes, it starts the 21st of June, June 21st through 24th, and the 26th. Um, this is our first in-person Vacation Bible School, so we're really excited about it. Um, this year's theme is Wilderness Escape, and the kind of slogan for it is where God guides and provides. So we'll get to meet Moses and some of the Israelites as they escape Egypt and begin wandering in the desert. We'll be learning about trusting God. That's kind of our, um, our theme is learning about trusting God through teaching time in our Israelite tribes, conversations with Moses. And I heard Moses kind of looks like me, but he's just got Does a big beard. kind of look like Pastor and, and, Danny. Yeah, yes, that's what I heard. Yes. He looks a little like me. He's about my height, my build. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. My voice. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to do fun songs, games, crafts. It's going to be a great time. I have such sweet memories of Vacation Bible School growing up. It's always been a part of my life. And, and I mean, you know, Isaac did a great announcement for Vacation Bible School in church a couple Sundays ago. Uh, he did say that, quote unquote, back in his day, uh, it was awesome. So, you know, ringing endorsement here. We have alumni of the Wilderness Escape That's right. Bible study. That's right. I mean, the Wilderness Escape VBS in our youth group. Yes. So you guys can pray for VBS. Um, I have heard, even last Sunday, a member of our church told me that their husband was introduced to Jesus during VBS. Um, Just like there's a million stories of kids who had seeds sown in their hearts of who Jesus is during vacation Bible school. And so we don't want to... um, doubt that God can work through VBS. So just pray for our kids and families as they are um, engaging with us and having fun, learning about God, learning about trusting Jesus. Um, 
as we start the summer with Vacation Bible School. We do still need volunteers, so if you want to volunteer and be a part of that, there's all sorts of things you can do, whether that's fun and games or just registering people or um, helping decorate, whatever, we've got a place for you. Um, And as we finish VBS, we'll also be finishing our year and a half in the Old Testament and Waypoint Kids. So I think this is a great way to round out um, that time as we start to gear up for the New Testament. So good things. Yeah, thanks for all your hard work. And we are super excited to have Waypoints. It's funny because before COVID, before like February of 2020 the idea of this is our first in-person vbs yeah (laughs) in person as compared to what yeah Yeah. so we praise god for yeah and my wife too her she she became a christian as a seven-year-old or eight-year-old through vbs yeah and her family came back to church because a neighbor invited them to vbs so there's just lots and lots of testimonies out there about children Hearing the good news for mm-hmm. five days. So it sounds like day. you're saying you should invite your friends to VBS. Yeah, there's a few spots left, but we will always find a spot mm-hmm. for uh, a friend who's, uh, you know, if, if your child has a friend who doesn't go to church yep, and you want to invite them to have this experience and they're willing to come. Yep. And this year we, we are doing the Monday through Thursday here at Waypoint at night, but then Saturday will be Saturday morning at Cook Road Park at 930. It'll be like a light day of VBS. You don't have to have, have to have come to VBS the rest of the week to enjoy it, to feel like you're part. Um, we're going to do some family field day games. There will be a hot dog cookout. So um, maybe your neighbor would be interested in coming to that day. Um, they can certainly join us, whether they come the whole time or just for one. So we would love to have you, whether you participate in the full v- VBS or not, just for that one day. Yeah. Wow. So with that, we've mentioned that the podcast is taking a break for the summer, but we will be back. Let us know if you have a topic you'd like to hear when we pick back up. Waypoint, we love you, and we'll be back in your in your ears in August. Have a great summer. Have a great summer. Have a great summer. See you there.